Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Regression or progression? Let's talk about some wide receivers for 2023 next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Adam Azer. We're going to talk about some wide receivers and we're going to see whether Adam thinks they're going to take a step forward or take a step back in 2023. It's pretty straightforward. Adam, I'm just going to tee you up with the wide receivers and you're going to give me your thoughts. Let's talk about Christian Kirk first. Uh, obviously had a career season in his first year with the Jaguars. However, that Calvin Ridley guy's pretty good. He's going to be available for the Jaguars in 2023. Do we think we saw the best of Christian Kirk in 2022? Yeah, he was wide receiver 12 overall, wide receiver 20 per game. And I could see him finishing in that range. I don't know about 12 overall, but 20 per game. I think we probably saw the best 133 targets. Uh, I would expect fewer than that, but not necessarily that much fewer. I think we're going to see a lot of regression from Zay Jones. So I think it'll be a minor regression. I still think you're going to have a lot of progress from Trevor Lawrence. Could have 600 more passing yards, more touchdowns, and Kirk will benefit from that. But Ridley will be the best wide receiver on the team. He'll be the alpha and Kirk will regress. All right, let's move on to Michael Pittman, who took a step backwards last season. 99 catches was a career high, but the re- receiving yards went down from 1,082 in 2021 to just 925 last season. Do you think we take see him take a step forward with a uh, new quarterback, Anthony Richardson there? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think that they could have the worst passing offense in the NFL. Uh, so I guess I still think he's going to be a target hog. And I still think he'll lead the team in every receiving category, except maybe touchdowns. But I'm not really a big Michael Pittman guy. And I don't think we're going to see that much progress. I think he won't be worse. So I he'll break. Maybe he'll break a thousand yards, but I don't know. I'm, it is a very tepid endorsement of Michael Pittman. Slight, slight progression. Yeah, the the efficiency was really where he he struggled. Like you said, last season, 141 targets in 16 games. He was getting a ton of targets. It was just that whole Colts offense was pretty dysfunctional. Obviously, they fired their co- coach. Going to have a new quarterback. It's there's a wide range of outcomes here, right? Richardson, really, really impressive physical prospect, but leaves a lot on the table uh, when it comes to his uh, accuracy in college. To, to be certain, but I, this is one that like, if you're looking to make a bet on someone taking a big step forward, Pittman's a low probability bet maybe, but there could be a lot of potential profit to be found here. Right. I don't look, I guess so, but I'm just not really an Anthony, Anthony Richardson guy in year sure. one. I do like him in dynasty. I just don't think he's going to have a good year throwing the football. So I, I have a hard time seeing it. Uh, it just reminds me a little bit too much of DJ Moore last year. Speaking of, let's talk about DJ Moore, who he's someone that for the last like three years, I've pretty constantly comped to Stefan Diggs in terms of, you know, the pre Buffalo Bills era. Stefan Diggs was someone who, you know, showed the ability to be a, a possession receiver, had one year we had a ton of catches, but not a lot of yards. 
He also had years where he was a really, really effective downfield receiver. We've seen that from DJ Moore, who obviously has played with some pretty putrid quarterbacks in his time. And Justin Fields is an incredibly talented player, but still leaves a lot to be desired as a passer. Only 2,200 passing yards in 15 games last season. I know a lot of people are expecting DJ Moore to take a big step forward. He's being drafted right around like 15 or 16 in a lot of drafts at wide receiver. Do you think that's actually going to happen? Probably not. I would bet against it, but I wouldn't bet much against it. And, and when when Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, and the last two especially, mm-hmm. when they had their breakout seasons, there is no way we ever could have seen it coming. We never could have projected them to be as good of passers as they are. So I know you're asking me about DJ Moore, but really it's, it's a, a Justin Fields question. It, it is a totally a Justin Fields question. So I could see Justin Fields just having this great season, this MVP caliber season, and DJ Moore would really benefit from it. So when you're talking about upside, to me, there's no question he has a lot more upside than Michael Pittman. Um, I don't think he has that much more downside. He should clearly be drafted ahead of him. I would draft him as a low-end wide receiver too, and there there is wide receiver one potential here, but Justin Fields is going to have to have that big breakout season. All right, before we go, let's talk about Keenan Allen real quick. Had a an injury plague season, but overall was still pretty productive. 75 yards per game last season, 66 catches. 11.4 yards per reception was actually his best since 2019, but entering age 31 season, struggled to stay healthy last year. Are we going to see a bounce back from Keenan Allen? So, yeah, as a on a per-game basis, he was great. He was Keenan Allen. So is the question really, is he just going to stay healthy? To a certain extent, but also with the, you know, the new offense, with him getting a year older, it's just, do you have any concerns that, you know, we've potentially seen the best of Keenan Allen? Well, and don't forget, they drafted a wide receiver in the first yep. round. So I do have some concerns, but not based on where I've seen him be drafted because if he is Keenan Allen, he should be a two, three turn kind of pick in a PPR league. I think you're getting great value on him. And I think he just has his role. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really a role that we've seen much of in the Kellen Moore offense, but he has never had Keenan Allen. So um, yeah, I'm not all that concerned. I think he's got a great chance to be a low end number one, high end number two PPR receiver. You draft him around where you're considering DJ Moore. Hopefully you can wait till, round four, maybe late round four on Keenan Allen because people are going to be a little scared off of him. But I think he's going to mostly just be Keenan Allen. Yeah, and Quinston Johnston was the uh, wide receiver that the Chargers drafted in the first round, 21st overall. I think he's more of the the Mike Williams replacement. Big-bodied receiver, can go up and get the 50-50 balls, maybe be a downfield threat. But Keenan Allen's role you know, seems kind of secure relative to, to those guys. So I agree. He's a very solid wide receiver, too, in PPR especially. But low end wide receiver one is probably the ceiling for for keenan pretty much always has been all right that's going to do it for fft and five we'll be back tomorrow we'll see you then every sport has their big juicy controversy boxing has the mike tyson ear bite cycling has lance armstrong baseball has its steroid era curling has broomgate It's a story of broken relationships, houses divided, corporate rivalry, and a performance-enhancing broom. It was a year I'd like to forget. Broomgate. Available now.